Welcome to In the News, where I'm talking about the return of NCAA football. I'm Mitch Reams, and this is the College Esports Quick Take from Esports Network. Okay, this is a bit out there when it comes to college esports news, but I checked through all the major esports publications looking for any news focused on college esports and found nada for the last week. So we're going to talk about NCAA football coming back, which was announced a few weeks ago. For those unfamiliar with the title, NCAA football is effectively maddened with college teams. The game was discontinued in 2014 after concerns about using players' likenesses without them being paid. In the NCAA title, players were not named, they just had a position and a number. But if Florida had a great QB or Texas had a great running back, those players' skills and sometimes their numbers as well would match the real-life player. That quickly became a headache for EA, and they did away with the beloved series. But recently, more court cases are pushing the NCAA to have players be compensated for using their likenesses. This is often tied into jersey sales as one example, but it has also helped facilitate the return of NCAA football. And I think the return of this game has two potential implications for collegiate esports. First, the amateurism rule that became such a headache for EA around NCAA football is huge for collegiate esports mostly because it's the main thing preventing the NCAA's involvement in collegiate esports, alongside the violence considerations as well. Considering all games are streamed via Twitch, the built-in monetization forced NCAA to stay out. If somebody just dropped a donation and that ruined somebody's amateur status, that would be huge and be just super hard for the NCAA to deal with. And I think most people in esports were generally happy about NCAA keeping esports at an arm's reach. But recently, some have actually changed course. You can check out my interview with UCI's Mark Deppy for more on that front. He's now a proponent for why college esports might actually need the NCAA. The other implication I could see this having is getting athletic departments more involved in esports. Right now, esports primarily run through student life programs, sometimes game studies, of various academic institutions not the athletic departments that run all collegiate sports. And a large part of that is the issues with Title IX, given that this is still a male-dominated industry and all athletic departments need to have an even split between the two genders. But when NCAA comes out, it gives the athletic department a clean parallel in esports. Just like the NFL embraced Madden and NFL owners then further expanded into esports, the NCAA release could be the first connective bridge that begins varsity esports programs tied to collegiate athletics. Now again, Title IX and amateurism rules still exist and those still could potentially create problems, but the return of NCAA might be a moment where we look back on and we're like, oh yeah, that helped push athletic departments into adopting esports. That's all for this episode. On this feed and on the Esports Network podcast, I published one of my favorite episodes to date. I interviewed Northwood and Akron's Esports Varsity Program Directors. They are the two dominant collegiate Rocket League teams, and they'll face off in a show match hosted by EFUSE tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We dive into esports recruiting, why only a few programs are able to be dominant, and where the college esports scene is headed overall. Again, you can find that on this feed or on the Esports Network podcast and be tuned in to EFUSE tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time.